0: there's nothing in your mind that is is holding you back you can tell yourself as an excuse so and i know it's not everybody can start with you know the most expensive gear or whatever it doesn't have to be the most expensive but just the pieces that that do inspire you seek them out and save up for them if um if you can
1: Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Yo yo yo, what's up, people? Welcome to the channel. My name is Clint and I specialize in producing music for TV and film, and I teach other producers how to do the same. So if you love that and you like talking about music business and licensing and all that dope stuff, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell icon so you know exactly when that new content drops. We're back for another Music is my business podcast, a live QA. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have the conversation today because we have the infamous, the legendary Flames in the, I said Flames, Flares in the, what's up, Flares? How much, I messed your name up on the interaction. Yes. That is terrible. I, what's good, man?
0: Man, how's it going? That's the only way I'd, I'd want it to be. So. <laughs> I, just like the old days. Dude, I'm doing good. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, Yeah, le, le, guys. You already know what it is let us let us see who you are where you're from um Sharon soul music welcome to being a, a part of team dope Um, uh, michael connor music is in the building um lw the legend flares all father beats what's up michael says sir flares um alakazam was good <clears throat> man um no nah, dude i'm i'm excited man How how's your week been I, i'm sure you've been working on some cool stuff but how's the week going so far
0: yeah yeah man good good um been working on a couple briefs that uh that have no deadline so it's kind of refreshing to to work on something without the uh usually it's like a 24 48 hour turnaround <laughs> lately exactly. is what it seems to be so um yeah just kind of uh cranking away at some briefs and
1: dealing
0: yeah. with babies and you know how it is
1: <laughs> oh yeah man that dad, dad life a hundred percent man it's like it's non-stop um yeah i we were talking, we were chopping it up before we hopped on and you were you were giving me the game on uh on on melatonin and was just talking about how my wife was talk, talking about melatonin because right. the energy levels is just is, is through the roof right now just one yeah. milligram that's all. yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, man. So listen, dude, I don't, I have a bunch of questions. I know everybody else in the chat probably got a million questions, but I feel like we, we have to start with this, with this question first, man. <laughs> are you human or are you like the highest version of artificial intelligence?
0: <laughs> well, uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm real. Yeah, I do bleed. So <laughs> He, uh, I, he I require
1: food, yes, and frequent bathroom breaks. So <laughs> I I am very much human. Nice. So we finally got the answer to answer that question because we was wondering, bro. Like it was just like there's no there's no possible way a human can just consistently create this this high level of, of music. Um Garvey in the building. I see you, Garvey. Um Patty P's in the building says I had to be here for this one. You already know. <laughs> the crew um <clears throat> michael connor's the legend flares um i'm on here at work right now um hella trying to get those gems you already know you already know he's gonna drop some gems um so i guess just uh, give us some backstory man like how how did you get started in in sync licensing and and composing and trailer music like where where did it begin for you
0: right right yeah so um Yeah, about 10 years ago, I created, like, a rock electronic band called Flares. That's where Flares comes from. Wow. So I've been doing that, um, you know, trying to play live shows, trying to get that off the ground. Um, At the same time, I've been, you know, listening to a bunch of music throughout the years, and I I discovered this producer called Alex the Kid, and he he produced, like, Eminem and some Rihanna stuff probably, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. and I kind of just like fell in love with his production style. Um, so I wanted to figure out like how I could kind of find my original, um, you know, voice uh, for, for music, essentially at that, at that time, um, I was kind of in between all, all the dolls, just trying to figure it out. Um, kind of dabbled in Pro Tools, wasn't really getting it. So I, I figured out that he um, used Logic. Okay. So once I figured that out, I went immediately went and downloaded Logic and, um, I've just been, I've been using it ever since I've learned like all the shortcuts, yeah. um, really focusing on, on sound design inside of logic. Um, and yeah, then, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, around COVID, you know, I, I kind of was messing around with, well, I think it'd be cool to like rescore some of my favorite TV shows or movies or whatever. Um, you know, and, and the best kind of format to do that would be like trailers. So i was kind of messing around with that and um you know started to do it for like my favorite show of the time was like the walking dead you know resident evil type stuff so that's where a lot of like the the horror stuff kind of comes in so i was really um i guess getting a lot of practice with sound design in the in the horror space so i essentially i eventually linked up with um a really cool uh library and uh worked with a. Uh, pretty, pretty legendary, um, trailer, uh, producer, um, that, uh, I, I was, uh, very lucky to be able to have some, uh, very valuable feedback over the last couple of years to, to really help me progress and get, um, where I needed to be essentially for trailers, because I mean, trailers is one of the most competitive <laughs> spaces, as you probably know, yeah. um, in sync. So, uh, you know, uh, really, uh, trying to get as best as you can possibly be was, uh, is what I've been trying to do for the for the past couple of years, and it's what you hear every Wednesday, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that I mean that makes sense. Like you can hear that you've been putting in the work, um, and, and we can also hear the value of that mentorship too. Because you know, I mean, anytime you're you're starting off with something like that, because trailers trailers are like it's it's a whole niche in itself, um, and it's not something where it's not just. To making a track you know what i'm saying like it's right it's it's just it's an art um michael has a, a good question what's your since we were talking about sound design and uh, what's your ratio of music to sound design when you're producing your, these trailers man
0: that's a good question um i think a, a lot actually i i'd say a lot of the of the majority of the 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 soul of the track really starts in sound design Okay. Um, especially if I'm starting from nothing. Um, what I like to do and what I what I started, you know, all these years ago, and what I continue to do is just take, and you've seen it, take just a trailer of whatever is cool or inspiring to you, yep. you know, download it, mute the audio <clears throat> and just rescore it, re trailerize it. Yeah. Um, and you can start by, you know, a couple anchor points throughout the, the trailer. There's always usually, you know, three acts within trailer music um which you know took took me a long time to to really uh figure out and nail um but uh yeah and you can kind of anchor an entire um you can sketch out uh, a whole trailer track by those three acts you know there's act one act two act three um and you can kind of lay out the track with sound design um first to kind of get like find a vibe that that's cool and then you can start to like you know, mess around with some melodies or something really catchy for the Act 3, um, which is, you know, the most important, you know, climax, the, the wedge up to the climax. Mm-hmm. Um, you want something really memorable, and usually that, that's a hook. So, um, yeah, and that's usually where I get into the music side of of the composition of, of the trailer. Um, usually in the Act 3, trying to figure that out, and then I, you can start to pepper that in you know early on in the act 1 and act 2 um so yeah a, a lot of sound design
1: nice so with the with the three acts like i guess how how does that translate to like if somebody's coming from just producing regular songs like how does like i guess what's the equivalent to like an act 1 act 2 act 3 um is that like like three verses or is it like two right. verses a hook like what what is that
0: right yeah act act one would be like just basically an, an intro where okay. you uh allude to the hook you know maybe it's like the hook played in in half um and the act two would be probably like a verse so it's kind of more treated like a divergent section it's not totally unrelated mm. to the intro or the the act three um but it's just kind of it's different but in the same world the same vibe Okay. And then act three is where you really pick up the energy and start to ramp up to a climax. You know, a, a lot of risers and a lot of uh, big excitement uh, to, to really nail home that, that 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 trailer.
1: Nice. Super dope, man. So I guess let's um, let's fast forward. You got you got the mentorship. You got exposed to sinking and trailer music um we'll fast forward talk about some of the things you've done in in your career and then um and then we'll just kind of dive in and just kind of you know dig deeper into um because we we just we got some things we need to figure out with these these drums man so uh, tell us some, some things that you've worked on man yeah
0: well um you know I guess some of the highlights would be the uh trailerization of the Kendrick Lamar um song for the Cleveland Browns I trailerized DNA that was aired on, um, the beginning of the season last, last year. Right. Um, I, I had a placement for, um, one of my, uh, horror library tracks in the, uh, official trailer for Prey. That okay. was, that, that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, most recently i I got, uh, notified that, uh, the, the show Star Wars and or had some sound design that I did in the actual nice. show on Disney plus. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, but to be, i mean to be honest with trailers the wins are pretty few and far between yeah you know i, I was kind of thinking about today like you guys are lucky you know if you, if you focus on writing for tv and reality things like that that you can like you you've shown before the cue sheets can be you know 100 tracks long Yeah. so there's a lot of great opportunity for you guys to get placements there but for trailers it's such high risk high reward yeah and um you know i even showed one the other week that uh uh, a horror trailer that was a custom pitch and i i loved it and i thought like you can kind of almost get attached to it but like you said you you can't get attached to uh the music even even if you think it's really cool and it's it's the best thing that you've done um you just kind of you just have to brush it off and and move on so yeah it's a lot of high risk high reward um so it's definitely a a way to, to to you know boost your confidence if you're in for the uh for the ride
1: indeed man well congrats on the success so far that's awesome man and, and wishing you much more um like so what do you do with with the tracks that don't make the the trailer do you just do they just sit with the library you kind of pitch them other places or like what what's the process like for that
0: yeah it's it's tough um usually the briefs the custom briefs that i work on they do end up uh living with the library um because we've we've been through revisions and it's pretty like we have a pretty good working relationship that they end they end up taking them but yeah i i mean i i have had some along the way especially the past couple years early on that have not that do not have a home okay and um you know yeah i i have been looking at to see where i can find them a home um and it's honestly not really a priority for me because I, I always kind of try to look forward. And um, th- there's a lot of opportunities that happen to come my way now that, um, you know, I can write for some custom pitches that uh, I just dive into and, and try to attack head on. Um, and those kind of just take most of my energy. So, yeah, I I have some that that don't have a home still, um, but I I try to find home for them eventually if I can.
1: Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Um you know especially when you're sometimes it's just you know when when you constantly have new stuff coming in you kind of want to tackle the new stuff and then just kind of come back and and focus on the stuff you've already done um as far as like repitching it and stuff um that's dope shout out to everybody in the stream for the new people um coming in man we are chopping it up with uh with flares the the lifetime mvp of the live music reviews on the youtube channel (laughs) Uh, so if you all have questions like for flares now is the time to answer we've already answered question number one is he human he said yes he bleeds he eats regular food and um, all of that stuff so He's not AI, <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, so yeah, drop your questions in the chat. I think I seen uh, one from halftime Slim. He says, "Do you take submissions to trailerize full songs?" So I'm guessing like just from from someone who just wanted their song trailerized. If I understand that
0: correct, yeah, uh, I've never, yeah, I've never uh, had anyone reach out about that, but uh, it sounds interesting to me. I, you know, I the the. Kind of requests I get for trailerizations or stuff like the the Kendrick Lamar thing that that kind of just you know fell on my lap one of my friends me and my friend um uh you know work on a bunch of stuff all the time and it kind of it showed up on his lap so yeah. um that was that was pretty cool to work on but yeah i I really haven't thought about you know taking submissions to trailerize, but
1: it sounds cool yeah yeah. One of the biggest problems I see producers have when trying to get in-the-sync licensing is not knowing the steps to take in order to get that set up and started. So I created a super simple, easy, free six-step guide to help you get started so you know the exact steps you need to take so you can start getting your music placed in TV and film. Go ahead, go to clintproductions.com slash six steps to download that free guide. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash the number six steps, clintproductions.com slash six steps. Steps, download your free six-step guide and get started today like right now like let's go like what, what are we waiting for um michael michael says he says he's human but su- superman eats too just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious man so let's dig it dude let's dig into I, I don't know what you do to your drums bro they slap so hard like <laughs> What like what is what's your process like as far as like are you using like hardware combination of hardware software is it all uh, like software are you custom sound designing your own like what like what's what's your process look like creatively?
0: Yeah, so those um, the, <laughs> the 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 chest pounding drums that Michael often calls them every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I know what he's I know what he's talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, those are. I got, in my it's funny in my in my template I have them labeled the group as Marvel drums. That's just kind of what they ended up being called for like anything epic. So, uh, <laughs> but they work for everything as you can hear. I kind of see if I can you know it adds a good energy. So, you know what it is is basically like a Logic stack of like eight or nine of like the best sample libraries and some custom samples that I I've. I've come to like over the years, and I find I fine tune um, this this drum subgroup um, to how I really like it. You know, a lot of the drums have a have a dry um, sound where you kind of you know lower the decay, mm-hmm. um, so that way it's not so boomy. Um, gotcha. But you can add you can add some some subtle reverb and things you know after the fact um, to them all uh, once once you group them together. Um, but yeah, there's not too much processing actually. I kind of I looked at I looked at the uh, plugins today. Mm-hmm. I, re- I don't even have any m- have any much EQ or there's definitely yeah. no compression plugins. Yeah. But I do have um, uh, uh, hardware chain that I have also kind of fine tuned over the years. That uh, yeah everything runs through. Um, gotcha.
1: So yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean it, it sounds like, and I tell a lot of producers this all the time. Like it really a lot of it really starts with just good sound selection and having some um some really good sounds and it it makes like the mixing part of it easier i feel like um
0: absolutely and And i was thinking you know i was thinking today you know (laughs) some of the advice that i would have kind of seems counter cultural to like what you everyone on youtube says where you know if you if you're just starting out kind of get the cheapest stuff you know just work with what you've got but I've kind of always had like had this like mantra said to myself, you know, get better than yourself as mm. fast as you can. Yeah. And the way to do that is to um, get to the sound that's in your head as fast as you can. Mm. And sometimes that, um, you know, if you're early on, you it, you may not know how to get that sound. But if, you know, you do your research and you, you know, you try to figure out what you like, um, what your taste is. You, you go and, and acquire that gear. I, I mean, I would rather have, you know, a hardware compressor that gives me that exact sound that I love. Like, um, like a lot of my low end is super smooth and, and punchy and tight yeah. um, because of the compressor that I have that I, that I found. And um, it's not cheap, but, no. you know, to go, to go halfway and get something that's maybe cost half as much but doesn't do it for you, I think that's a waste of time. And it it leaves you uninspired at the end of the day. You're you're still wondering, like, man, why why can't I get to that sound that's in my head? Um, So yeah, there's a lot of that, and a lot of like you know purchasing mistakes over the years of gear. But um, eventually, (laughs) you find (laughs) you find you land on what you like, and you start to love it, and you develop a process, and then and actually, your original sound starts to come from. How you process everything through that um the chains that you've developed yeah. um and everything starts to sound like you yeah. um you know i i've i've submitted um you know a wide variety of genres to the wednesday reviews but the, i i think at least there's maybe a thread of like oh that's that's like a mark track or whatever you can hear um yeah. throughout them at least that's what About i'm going
1: it. for Oh no, nah, man! You, I mean, you definitely have, uh, you definitely have a, a a sound, um, for sure. November James is in the building. What's up, bro? What's up? We're talking to your, uh, we're talking to your your polar opposite, November, <laughs> <laughs> talking to Flares. Um, but yeah, man, I I feel you. Like I feel like, um, it was kind of the same for me. Like playing keys, so like my first keyboard was like this casio you know something it had speakers on on the top six speakers (laughs) it was it was terrible every like it was at least three f keys broke on that joint i don't know what it was about the f key on that keyboard it should have been a recall it was terrible (laughs) um but you know i got that and then i invested into a motif yamaha motif and you know even, like just playing the exact same stuff sounded so much better on a higher quality keyboard because the sounds were were higher quality um and it you're right i feel like it it does inspire you um you know because when you i mean i don't know you sound better you, you're inspired and i don't know you just you play better you i don't know, play with more right. confidence like it's just I don't know. I don't know what it did, but it it helped a lot. <laughs> as far as my I mean, opinion.
0: even something as like simple as an audio interface, um, yeah. you know that that really does affect your sound and everything you record. So yeah. you're talking about that cheap Casio keyboard. I would actually like today. I would go try to try to grab me one of those and record it through this yeah. audio interface, and then mangle it the way that I want. It would sound amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, if you try to do the if you try to record the Casio through you know, one of these like focus right boxes or whatever, it'll, it, it, whatever, it's fine. But yeah. I, like everything starts to truly inspire you. Um, and it's fair game when you have, you know, the proper setup, you're ready to go. Like you, there's nothing in your mind that is, is holding you back. Um, you know, that you can, you can tell yourself as an excuse. So, and I, I know it's not everybody can start with you know the most expensive gear or whatever it doesn't have to be the most expensive but just the pieces that that do inspire you seek them out and save up yeah. for them if um
1: if you can yeah i love it man um what's uh i guess one of, what what's one of your your favorite pieces of gear right now
0: oh man um i i sold my ssl fusion which i loved that was actually a big part of my drum sound Okay. And I, I have this Neve Portico um which is amazing. Nice. I love it. Um the comp- yeah, the compression on it is just oh, makes everything so thick.
1: I seen they just uh they just released a an interface um yeah. Neve did. It's like it's like a million dollars, but it's <laughs> 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 but they they did right. it. Um so yeah and i know i i know without a doubt like the the preamps and the joint probably sound amazing and the the oh yeah like but um, oh and
0: i'm a nerd i mean you know i'm sure we're all nerds but i i can really nerd out about this stuff and i do so uh (laughs) it's i don't know yeah I i go down some rabbit holes for sure
1: yeah man um a. P. Johnson says, "What are good examples of your trailer work? You had, you submitted something for the music v- review tonight, didn't you? I did, and um, I you know it's funny because
0: you 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 said I'm so consistent, but it, I mean really it's just working on like having consistent briefs to work on and eventually finish mm-hmm. has like uh, let me kind of submit something so often." So it seems like I'm just always making this music. But honestly, like, you know, I'm working on maybe just a couple of tracks at a time Got that you. take forever to finish. So, like, I, I, tonight I didn't have um, anything finished to show you so or send okay. you. So I, I actually submitted um, an, an older, like, one of my first tracks that uh, the Sync Library that I, that I worked with, mm-hmm. um, uh, they accepted. So I, you can at least hear where I, I started out. Like, I started to, like... Um, for whatever sound that I have got you
1: love it um, November James has a question he said has the baby been in the lab
0: oh she has and every button that can be pushed has been pushed um, we call them daddy's tools and she knows what that means that's all I have to say
1: <laughs> yeah dude um I so every Friday I'll bring I'll bring the boys down and um kind of let them play around i'll fire up logic and you know some a couple sounds and just kind of let them go crazy um that's awesome it, yeah it can definitely get dangerous sometimes though and stuff starts falling and um yeah, oh my god she mind. goes over to this cello right here
0: and just like smacks the crap out of oh, it oh man yeah like, oh, I, could, I could sample that good like, sound good
1: yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see how things yeah. progress. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I hear you. Uh, I did get, I got some, uh, I have some maracas. So I'll pull those out and let them shake those around. Um, they got like a little kitty xylophone. They'll play on the keyboard. And then I got rid of the the drum machine and I, I felt yeah. bad. Cause like my oldest, he was just like, I had told he loved Well, it. no, he, he came down and he loved it. He was just like, Where's the um? Where's the drum machine? I was like, <laughs> oh, I I got rid of it because I wasn't using it anymore. He was just like, why'd you get rid of it? I was just like, because I wasn't using it anymore. And he was like, that was my favorite. And then I was just, uh, like, man, now I feel like that could I'm have been Morgan. his
0: first hand me down. I know, man. The day my father handed me a machine, I mean, that yeah. was the day.
1: Maybe I'll get him. Maybe I'll give get him the mor- him, like, the, mi- the micro or something. I get him something. Yeah, dude. Um but yeah, he loved it. I think they like the like the colors cuz I taught him um Yeah. That's another thing too. Uh I taught him his uh taught him his colors. So I like mapped out the different colors and then I sampled myself like saying the colors and then sampled like a yay and a try again. <laughs> So it was like this little game on, on machine. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I still have it, like I have the software, but now I got to, you know, they'll probably just have to do it on the keys or something like that. I
0: got to do that. That's yeah,
1: dude. It, yeah. It helped a lot. Um, it helped a lot. So shout look out, look out for the, uh, (laughs) educational machine pack. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, awesome. Yeah man. So uh shout out to GIC Music. I had two libraries reach out to accept two of my songs. Let's go. <laughs> that's that's Congrats. dope news. Yeah man. Let's go. The first of many. Um let's see. Uh okay, we got one from from Luke. Says general question, how should I register a song if I'm registered with ASCAP and the other writer is registered with BMI? Um so usually, you just you have you, you need both of you need each other's IPI numbers. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, with ASCAP and BMI, uh, if you register, if one person like registers it, I believe it'll it'll show on the other person's account. But both register just in case, um, just to make sure you you kind of cover that. But you both need your IPI numbers and your names, um, and then when you go to register the track. Um, that information to be there unless it's a track that's like you know you're pitching to a sync licensing company excuse me then i would just hold off because usually they'll register that um on both of your your behalf um so yeah
0: right i was gonna say if it's for a library they they usually take care of that
1: so yep that's why i love working with you know libraries and it just you know lets us focus on creating right yeah no copywriting, um, no nothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, G5 with the question, how long does it generally take you to complete a song from start to finish? That's a good question.
0: Uh, however long the deadline is. is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, I mean, yeah, like some of them are really crazy, but because I mean, how I work. I love to go like I love to play it back and add detail. Play it mm-hmm. back and add detail, and and having the um like the mock like an inspirational mock visual trailer in your logic session. You know you just throw a movie file in there. Mm-hmm. You what, what I do is I, I there's a lot of playing back and listening, and every time I play it back, I'm like oh something could go here. Like I could tweak this, I could do that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like self revision, um which I could you know do for days or. <laughs> years if they let me, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I try to get in as much details as, as possible, which is, it's a lot of work. It, it's it, it trailer stuff is, is a lot of work. If you really want to, um, make it sound, you know, not loopy or, um, kind of like you just phoned it in, um, yeah. kind of take you on, on that journey. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a lot of detail. So as long, um, as I can to, uh, to add the detail, I'll, I'll take it.
1: Yo, if you're serious about your music business, then you should know how important it is to have an email list so you can stay in touch with your fans, your followers, and customers. The problem is a lot of these email services charge you more and more the more subscribers subscribe to your list. Well, I found a solution and it's called Flowdesk and you get unlimited subscribers for one price. And that price, I don't know, it's not even $40. Like it's mad cheap, yo. You get automatic list cleaning. It's a simple, easy to use platform that makes it easy to send out email campaigns. Campaigns, and it's all for one fee every month—the same fee. You just keep paying the same price, no matter how many subscribers you get. So, listen today, I want to give you fifty percent off your subscription to FlowDesk. Just go to clintproductions slash flowdesk. That's clintproductions dot com forward slash f l o d e s k. Once again, that's clintproductions dot slash flowdesk. Flow without the W, just f l o. Now go build that email list. Back to the show. Yeah. That's a good point because a lot of times you don't have a lot of time. So it's just like if it's a few hours or a a day, then that's I mean, that's how much time you have. And then we try and try and make the most of it um, and and knock it out. And I think that's that's where it comes to where you just go in. You you just you do your best and get it, you know, as good as you can get it. And then you just have to reach a point where you just got to send it and just, you know, absolutely sometimes you'll you know always like to get it in because sometimes even though that first deadline is quick like usually you 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 may have some revisions so you'll get like some right. extra time if they ask you to do revisions anyway so just right get it at least get your foot in the door yeah yeah
0: if you can if you can impress them with like a main idea um that that's mixed and mastered pretty like really well um you know that that'll take you uh, pretty far um, and you can always add that detail later in the revisions. Like you said,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got one from the look, Nathaniel Jacobs, any advice for sound design for trailers for a newbie like, like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um,
0: you know, record your own samples. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, um, you know, weird sounds that you've met. <laughs> I love hearing your your commentary after you <laughs> listen to one of my tracks. Because like, was that an animal dying?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, no, no animals were harmed in the making of the tracks. But yeah, what uh, you know, there's so much creativity in how you can mangle any sound. Um, and if I, I think the most inspiring sound design sources are like string-based or. Something where it's very like you can control um, the pitch and and the 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 tonality of it with your hands maybe, Um, and you know a lot of those sounds were made with like that that cello over there or I I mean I don't know how to play cello, but you can record some pretty cool sounds if you have a little recording session or whatever and and chop you know do a um, having have a a recording session in Logic and then go back and chop up. The cool samples, and then process them even more. Um, you know, with distortion or you know, pitch uh, bending, um, pitch shifting, or you know, reverb things like that. You know, I do a lot of of the flex, the flex audio in Logic. Um, yeah. You know, if you take any sound and just stretch it, it's <laughs> it sounds pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's again. I think the uh, the importance is on sound selection. And that's what your focus is when you're listening back, trying to find that that nugget of gold in maybe a really useless sounding session of you playing weirdly on a cello. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, get creative with whatever you have. Like, you know, make it, make record yourself hitting something with anything. Um, yeah. You know, change the, the what you're hitting it with. Like, record whatever that could you could maybe, you know, process in in a cool way
1: nice I tried to sample somebody catching a football at the beach in Miami <laughs> it was so it was hilarious bro like I haven't went and like played with the sounds yet but like I was just walking up to random people one girl was completely freaked out like because it was <laughs> I mean it was a. <laughs> it probably wasn't the most I could see how she probably felt uncomfortable it was like three guys walking up and I'm like hey I, I started off by saying like I make music for TV and fam. I'm I'm making a sample pack, just to hopefully put her at ease. And then uh, I was I was trying to get her to to say or do something, (laughs) and I was gonna record it. She wasn't for it. She gave us like this BS story that like her boyfriend would do it because he does music and all this stuff. He never showed up. So (laughs) so I asked like there was a few people tossing the football. So I was like, let me try that. So I was like, you know, can I sample you catching a football? And then, um, yeah, I I don't know what it ended up sounding like. I have to go back to those recordings. But yeah, man, like it literally. I think we were we were tossing up a chain against uh, like a log, um, a bunch of random stuff, man. Seashells, which is pretty easy for some percussion stuff. Um, so yeah, just experimenting, man, playing around with stuff. I've done the Nutri Ninja vacuum cleaner. Um, what else? A doorknob. Um, so you know just anything have, that uh,
0: sounds organic or like like you can't you can't quite place your finger on it so a lot of the horror tracks i'll it's i do a lot of layering too so okay like the kicks i will layer with stomps but they're not like you know the stomp clap stuff that you hear on like you know whatever sing song but they're like it's very organic like uh there's a horror track that i did it sounds kind of like a like an, an, an army marching but okay. like very subtly. But this stuff kind of just creeps into your psyche when, you know, I guess when, when you kind of listen to it. So then yep. you're like, I, it's kind of cool. I don't know what it is. Um, and you kind of start to get a feel for it. The more you do it, it's you, you practice it like anything else. Um, then you get fast at it and that's mm-hmm. when it gets really fun. Cause you can kind of, you can start to meet these deadlines with super custom sound design, um, that they, they love all the time. So yeah, that's what I try to shoot for. Um, if I'm working on a brief to make it super custom, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it usually you, pays off.
1: Did you, you record the, like the the stumps yourself? <clears throat> no. So found some samples.
0: I, if I have the time, I I absolutely try to to do that. Um, but actually, if it's something that's kind of auxiliary, I will go. I'll go find like just uh, maybe like a I, I don't know what you call it, maybe a loop but not a loop of just like an army marching go, go find it like on free sound or whatever. Mm. And, and you can align it to your grid and it kind of falls in line with the kicks and you, you know, you mix it and it, it sounds pretty cool. So I, there's a lot of finding, um, you know, anything free online that you can just kind of mangle that yeah. you can turn it into whatever, whatever it's not, um, the, whatever the original source, um, is not and and you'd be surprised at how many cool sounds you can you can make that way yeah so you don't have to go and record everything yourself but um yeah you can find any any audio source and and do that stuff with
1: nice nice um everyday runway says does flares only make trailer music or what other music does he create another good question is that just like your specialty or do you kind of do other things as well
0: yeah that's been my like focus for sync um Definitely, um, because as you know and everybody knows, it's a, it's a long game. It's very competitive. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just really trying to hone that craft for the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I do like the flare stuff is like a rock electronic thing that, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I made like an electronic track that almost got me in the like a studio session with Linkin Park. That was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, um, that's dope and um yeah like kind of just trailerizing some other random like songs that inspire me that's still kind of trailer related but um yeah i mean i, I working on any kind of like rock stuff is really good for for my soul for mm-hmm. for the flares stuff too because that's kind of what it it started as um so th- you know with with having a baby and, and kind of focusing on the trailer stuff right now that i haven't had i haven't been able to do too much of that but um yeah when i can I, I i love working on that
1: nice um that's dope um i seen another question from uh from michael uh oh if a music pro- production company library changes the name of your track how does tunesat know to match what you uploaded with what they called it great question so um it'll still pick it up even if they rename it because it's uh it's using fingerprint like audio fingerprint technology so As long as the audio is the same, it's still going to pick it up no matter what the name of the file that you upload on TuneSat is. So you'll be good either way. Um, I need to hit up TuneSat. They need to sponsor some stuff because I talk about them a lot. Um Uh, I think you answered the question I had about eclectic cello sounds. What are some of your other go-to sound libraries? I was literally thinking the same thing. Like what are, what are some of your favorite sound libraries?
0: Man. um, Yeah. A lot of heaviosity stuff, a lot of um, the East West stuff for strings, especially if I need something that's like a close string, um, because you can mute like anything with like a stage mic. I don't like, I usually mute that and just use the close, um, sound sources as much as I can, because, um, they, you know, as intimate of a sound source as you can get, the more, I think powerful the the sound is. So, um, you know, whatever briefs that I might be working on, I'll generally use those kind of strings and then add my own reverb. Um, and you know spitfire stuff's okay like i used to be like i i used to thought i love spitfire um i do use like the han han zimmer drums as a layer in and those marvel drums okay um but like usually their their string stuff and and their brass and everything is a little too sounds like it's played on a stage so it's not it's not quite the best for trailer music because trailer music needs to be like energetic to the max it's got to be in your face it's got to be just you know um so um the spit the spitfire stuff is just generally good for like texture stuff if i um if i need something like that um yeah heaviosity uh serum is a great synth for like trailer kind of synths. Mm. um omnisphere if i need some kind of random you know sound inspiration um yeah nothing uh nothing stock logic that i use no no plugins even for like eq or anything um every yeah everything is uh everything is third
1: party nice nice third party gang patty p says um how would you rate each or what's your favorite i guess you kind of just you kind of (laughs) just talked about spitfire so native instruments spitfire omnisphere um, you're not the first to say that. I've heard that from other composers about Spitfire, like great for some things, but when you need like those gritty, in-your-face, raw, it's like sometimes it can just be too pretty, I guess. Um, right. But I guess, honestly, I guess it I'll, depends on, on what you're using it for, too. Because Michael, I'll, I think Michael's been using some Spitfire stuff. Yeah, it's just been sounding amazing for. What oh yeah. Doing with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for for certain, like, yeah, it depends on what you're, um, you know, what you're working on. Like, like I said, for trailer stuff, it's just got to be a a million layers in your face, energetic, and there I do layer up probably like every most popular string library that you can think of. I I do layer them too. Um, so native instruments, um, uh, a lot of like like random third party ones you probably haven't heard of, but um, yeah, the like the it starts to sound like you you'll hear it once you get like good at like layering all these, um, you know, uh, companies, plugins together, you start to hear what sounds good and then you'll know what to pair what with in the future. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I do for my drums. That's what I do for my strings. And, uh, I guess to answer Patty's question, I mean, I guess Nate, I'd pick contact. I don't really like the native instruments like factory stuff, but,
1: Mm. um, I'd pick contact because everything I can do would be in contact. In contact, yeah, <laughs> love it, man. Um, dope stuff. Um, LW says creepy, creepy Clint. Oh, <laughs> with the creepy walking up Clint. to the lady on the beach. I was listen. I was I was trying to be as as low key and non creepy as possible, but sometimes you just you just can't help it hey um, if there's
0: anyone single in there you know just that's that could be a way to break the ice
1: there you go. Just get in the a shot design carry a mic around and say hey i'm just recording <laughs> some stuff i need some some that's different right. kind of sounds not creepy at all <laughs> um let's see uh let me see questions will be um getting a baby version of some question will we be getting a baby version of some trailers some baby flares trailers oh yeah
0: yeah no i gotta get on that that's absolutely (laughs) absolutely as soon as yes she's already pressing all the buttons so
1: there you go she's she's almost there (laughs) yeah Producers, learning how to properly mix your beats can be frustrating and seem overly complicated. On top of that, you're missing out on an additional stream of income by not knowing how to mix for other artists and producers. Luckily for you, I created my Urban Mix in May simple video course where I show you how to balance 808s and kicks, how to create balance and spaces in your mix, how to properly balance volume, how to create clarity using EQ and panning techniques, and how to create drum mixes that punch through your mix. Plus, I'm going to give you a free frequency range guide, a look into my simple and effective mastering chain, as well as the downloadable stems to mix on your own as you go through the course. I'm also going to throw in an exclusive discount code for Waves plugins and bundles. So go ahead, go to clintproductions.com courses. That's clintproductions.com courses. So you can grab that Urban Mix and Made Simple course. Be sure to use the discount code podcast 20 to take 20% off today. Again, Go to Clintproductions.com slash courses and grab that Urban Mix and May simple course today. Um yeah, man. Uh let me see. Let me see if I miss anything. Layering is the way to go. Native instruments is great for the closeness. Um yeah, so it, yeah, it sounds like you're layering like like a lot, like everything, right? Um, from yeah. just from sound design stuff, your drums. I'll tell you how ridiculous it got
0: when I started. So back in like twenty twenty. I would, it's funny, like, um, you know, the library that I was working, you know, I still work with today, amazing library. Um, and we had this kind of like, I guess, weekly group of composers, you know, composers that we'd get on and kind of give each other feedback on the tracks we were working on for the current brief. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) I'd always get roasted because my tracks would sound, I guess, cool, but I'd be like, "I, I have 300, um you know, instrument tracks in my logic session. Yeah. And they're like, are you serious? I was like, yes. Because I'm like, if you look at any of my logic sessions, it's so sloppy. It's, I'm just working fast. All all the shortcuts. I don't have time to label anything. I don't have time to do do anything because like I said, to get like what's in my head out as fast as possible, i just going to go lightning fast. So, um, my, (laughs) I happen, you know, I bounce, I bounce in place a lot. And reprocess stuff, bounds in place a lot, turns into 300 virtual instrument track or what you know, wow. audio and virtual instrument track. So, yeah, all trying trying to run sessions on like an iMac wasn't working. So I'm oh,
1: grateful yeah. for this Mac Studio. Yeah, Mac <laughs> Studio gang, dude, man, yeah, dude. And I, that's one thing I really loved about Logic back in the day um, when I was on an old Mac. That freeze that freeze feature saved mm-hmm. me a lot, um, especially once I started using some. uh some of the the bigger, more CPU intensive libraries, um, I, I would have to free stuff, bounce bounce in places, audio, and take some plugins off. And um, <laughs>
0: dude, I'm crazy. still so egregious with like I'll just throw like a black hole reverb on like 20 audio tracks when they should just be like, bust together. Was, yeah, I'm just, I don't I don't care. <laughs> I do the, I do the same uh,
1: thing, man. Cause like I don't know, like I just like. Sometimes I just like control of everything on each individual track. Um, I'll bust drums. I'll bust background vocals, but depending on what each background vocal is doing, I may do it differently. So sometimes it's just, you know, it's just easy. I think
0: think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's having, knowing that you have that control still, yeah. um because once you bounce in place you you are committed which is the the beautiful thing because you can you know it kind of just make forces you to move on and com- commit to a sound but um yeah I, I i try to just um leave everything as open as i can for you know sound design
1: options yeah so yeah indeed man um let me see um i don't know we answered that one um yeah, the freeze button definitely saves lives. Everyday runway says, "What's uh, what's best practice in requesting stems from a producer? I heard agents come back years later needing things. Is getting the full mix, acapella, and instrumental okay, or should you request every stem? Excuse me, I me personally, I would, especially like if you don't, depending on who the producer is, like if you don't talk to him all the time." I would get everything you can get get every stem um a mastered version an unmastered version of each stem so you can have it because yeah i've definitely had situations where they hit me back years later and um luckily i'm the producer so that was kind of you know it was easier but it was still an issue because things change over over the years your setup change your plugins change um but yeah i would get everything you possibly can up front full acapella instrumental and all the stems uh, for sure uh november james says back backstreet i'm glad i'm not the only one with sloppy sessions it must be a must be a trailer composer thing man <laughs> i can't talk though because if you guys look at my last uh, uh placement breakdown that i posted earlier today all of my tracks the title of each track was brass <laughs> there was no brass <laughs> in that track it was just that's me hundred percent. yeah because it's like i don't know once once you're in it you're just going through sound like i, I don't care about. It. i'll go back and do this when i got to create the stems and stuff but um
0: i'm so bad that i mean i give like something a stupid name to begin with knowing like i'll change this later like a logic session just give it a stupid name yep. then i'll forget to change the actual logic session after like we like maybe the library changed the name of the the track or whatever so there's yeah. logic sessions under this stupid name from years ago that i i don't even know anymore so if i had to go back and
1: you know dig in can't I, find it. Go,
0: I can't find it. it's just stupid no it's just stupid one day i'll get my act together
1: yeah i have <laughs> um i have a track that has been uh, it, it got placed on American Pickers, and it it keeps re airing. So I see it on every royalty statement. I have no idea <laughs> what the track is because they named.
0: I don't know. I
1: don't know if they named it like all the, the name of it is American Picker Cues. That's what they named the track. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Like, I will never know. Like I will go on through life. Mm-hmm and, and you know if know. they
0: <laughs> if they use just one stem of that track you'll never know what yeah you'll never even know what it sounds like yeah um that happens so, all
1: the time too they'll just use a stem yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah man, man i don't cool. know I, yeah i have to like literally watch it or something and try and even remember if it was right or not because it was something it was it was like a genre like i don't do a lot like it was uh it was like some uh some folk like mm-hmm. kind of i think it was like i think it was just like folk music um i can't remember if it was guitar in there but just some some light-hearted like folk music so and
0: if you search your mac folk music it, it won't come up. no
1: <laughs> not at all and it's crazy because i still i have the folder from working like for stuff for that show um but it's it's like i still i just don't even know what the name of the track yeah is. so it's crazy man um lamar what yeah, exactly. Lamar Webster wants to know what audio um, slash interfaces do you prefer now? Oh man,
0: that's a great question. Uh, I'm I'm actually all about audio interfaces and mm-hmm. getting a great one. Um, so I ha- right now. I have an uh, a Lynx Aurora N. Okay, sounds great. It's a super clean audio interface so what's cool about that is like because it's so super clean you know i can i can pair that with my neve portico you know and use like the silk mode and get that awesome compression um and all that color and it really really pops and really sits really well you can hear all the definition sounds mm. super wide deep you know 3d the whole, the whole thing yeah you know i think audio interfaces give you a lot of that that 3d kind of depth that no one really talks about right. um and I mean, if I could, I'd probably switch to, like, a prism sound um, Titan or, or something like that okay. just just to hear what the color is. But, yeah, I mean, if you get anything kind of in, in, in that league of stuff, you know, it gets really interesting what um, you can do, you know, um, with outboard gear and, and finding your sound that way. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people get great sounds with just plugins, and not doing anything out of the box. You know, yeah. I'm sure – I don't know if you – do you have any outboard gear or –
1: Not really, dude. Like, I'm all... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'm pretty much, like, all controllers. SSL 2 Plus interface. I don't have... Yeah, I don't have... I have a...
0: There's something to say for the simplicity. And, uh, I mean, stemming out for me is a nightmare. Because, especially with those 300, like, uh, audio tracks or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta gotta group them all and then bounce each stem in real time. So...
1: 'Cause you gotta because run it it the, to... the gear.
0: So there you know, it takes a little time, but um yeah, there's something to definitely be said about the simplicity and convenience of just staying
1: in the box for yeah. sure. Indeed, man. Um yeah, I think um I think if I do get anything, I mean I I'll probably get I'll probably get something, man. Just a, a nice um just a, a you know, some some solid a solid compressor. Mm-hmm maybe something something um but yeah right now that it's just no cool too yeah yeah I I, know like I, yeah the, i like it man it, it sounds uh it sounds pretty good because really the only thing i'm really recording in is mostly just like if i do a bass guitar like a live bass or something and then vocals. Right. um but yeah definitely gets the the job done for for what i use it for um um i i am for me I think we got time for like one or one or two more. What are some hard don'ts in the music production process with sync to stray away from rocking the boat? Any examples of you learning the hard way with this process?
0: Oh man. Um, don'ts. Yeah. Uh, man, that's, that's, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know if there's any don'ts because you can, de- I mean, it's, it's a process you're going to make mistakes you're going to learn yeah so you know you don't know what you don't know um and i think the only thing that comes to mind is like you know early on when i was i was thinking my tracks were uh so cool so awesome the mix sounded so amazing or whatever i was doing and i listen back now i'm like oh my god it's trash <laughs> just complete so just being just somehow staying humble in the process of you know growing um yeah. you know definitely will i think will get you there as, as you know as fast as possible as well um because uh yeah that that was one that I, when i listened back on some of my tracks maybe maybe it's the one tonight too maybe that's what you guys are gonna say <laughs> this one's gonna be trash so <laughs> could it could be
1: we'll see yeah man um yeah, I, I feel you, man. Just kind of enjoying that journey and um, looking back and appreciating, you know, where you where you came from. Uh, Michael wants to know what do you do when you are not in the studio? Interest, hobbies? <laughs> uh, getting
0: rid of my dad bod has been my recent hobby.
1: Man, we're on the, so we're on the same the same <laughs> goal, the same journey, bro.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah getting uh yeah staying staying fit um is definitely good for my head right now
1: Yeah.
0: um there's not a lot of free time with the the newborn phase as you know clint so um sleep and working out would be just that would be great for me if i could just uh keep those going yeah (laughs) Yeah. they sound like really good hobbies right
1: now i know especially sleep man at, at that stage it's like yo i will <laughs> i will pay for sleep yes at this point. yeah man um super dope so um dude you know what would be dope do you do you have any you got to stop like you got to go anywhere um no are you cool you want if you want to stay on bro and then just hang out and help us critique music for sure um, for the live music reviews that'll be dope um so and then we can see, we can see what Flares looks like when we play his track in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of cringing. So,
1: I know, right? Um so yes, yeah, this would be dope. Um man, I appreciate you coming on and and sharing your journey, your successes and and your process with us, man. Um congrats again on, on all the major success. November James, man, we got to get you on here uh next. So we we definitely going to be in touch cuz <laughs> we got questions for you too, bro. Um, but this was dope. Let the people know where they can find you and, um, yeah, man. So they can, they can tap in and, and, and learn more about what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm over at markallenmusic.com. Um, you can check out some of the trailer, recent trailers that placements that I have there. I'm also kind of working on, um, like a a handbook, you know, for people that, uh, kind of, like oh, composers when you start like a new track you know uh just some tips and inspiration for starting your your new sync track and if you get stuck you know what to do yeah. um so you can go to like markallenmusic.com slash handbook and sign up to be notified like when i get that you know finished and when it's going to be available um just started it so just nice. kind of working on that because i've been get, been getting a lot of questions um so yeah mark dot com
1: dope man appreciate it appreciate you coming through and um yeah guys we are about to transition into the live music reviews the much anticipated show on youtube um so stick around i'm gonna end this and then we're gonna hop on the next one and then we're gonna have flares hanging out with us listening to the music seeing if it's ready for tv and film so that's it man we are out catch you on the next one peace Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit clintproductions.com today to download my free six step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.